Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. He gets so crazy at times. It sounds like... You yell back at your radio. What are you talking about? What the hell? He gets so angry. You tweet to try and calm him down. Now, he gets an hour all to himself. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Presented by the Milwaukee Admirals. Visit them at milwaukeeadmirals.com. Wendy's Big Show served up hot and fresh. Coming up on Monday, John Heyman. Our Odyssey MLB insider, but right now it's Sparky's Midday Madness. Matt Bells is coming on, I think, I'm from Bucky's, uh, Bucky's fifth quarter. I, I think this is the first time, I think, I'll have to check, but I, I think this is the first time we'll have had him on Sparky's uh, Midday Madness, presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals. You, of course, can follow him on Twitter at SavedByTheBells. Uh, and, of course, uh, you check out uh, the great work that he does. Again, part of SI.com uh, and covers S- at SI underscore all badgers. You can check that out as well. Part of the Fan Nation Network of SI.com. He was always on with Down with Chillis on uh, the college sports show that he does. And I heard him on. I, was he on? I don't know if Adam even knows this. I, th- I want to feel like Bells was on like every week every other week something in that area that would be a question for Evan yeah I think he was on quite a bit with Don with Chillis. I I heard him on several times and he's really good uh so I wanted to get him on and you're probably like Badgers why are we talking Badgers uh, I'll tell you what it's a big weekend for Madison and you know I'm a kind of a recruiting dork uh and they got a bunch of people a bunch of guys coming in this weekend that they're going to try and convince uh, to come to Wisconsin. So I kind of wanted to go over some of these high school kids that they got coming in. Also wanted to get Matt Bell's thoughts on this Ryan Day thing at Ohio State that we talked about on the Wendy's Big Show as far as Wisconsin. Because I was thinking about this. So if I'm a, a four-star kid, let's say, right? Wisconsin's interested. Am I wanting to know what my NIL deal is before I make the visit? So am I saying... What kind of NIL money are you getting me? I'm not making my visit unless I'm guaranteed 500000 I'm not making my visit unless I'm guaranteed a million. Like, are we going to get to that point in recruiting to where guys are going to want to know what's your best deal before I come? Because if you can't give me 
what these other three schools can give me that are promising me. I'm not wasting my time coming because to be honest with you, it's all about me getting paid right now. Think about it. A million dollars? AR. Pick whatever your favorite thing in the world is. If I said, you can't ever do that again, but I'll give you a million dollars a year for the next four years and you're going to have to do something else. What would you say? I would say no. You would say no. My favorite thing is just too much of my favorite thing to let go of. Yeah, I know. It yeah. also is a very important part of survival. If they told me that I, I, eating. I couldn't do. Oh, well, I mean, okay, fine. Eating, <laughs> fine. Smart ass. Um, what, I, what, I, what I'm talking about is, like, I love doing radio. I love doing sports talk radio. I love okay. this, right? If somebody offered me, a, you know, a million dollars a year for the next four years, and my job responsibility was to... I don't know, go do something else completely out of my realm, go sell insurance or with my dad or something. Right. And I was going to get a million dollars a year for my dad to go sell insurance for four years. And I can't do any sports talk radio. I- I'm not thinking I can sell to my family that I'm going to say no to that because I like doing sports talk radio too much. That's, that's, that's like changing money. Yeah. So to get mad at a student, if he says, I want to know my, my, what my money is because I'm not coming to your school and passing up this money at these other schools, I don't think you can be mad at a student for that if that's how this plays. Exactly. And I was just joking. My favorite thing that isn't eating food, I just said that because I'm hungry, my favorite thing to do would be playing music. And yeah, I don't think I could give up doing all the music stuff I do outside of this job and everything right. else for a million dollars a year. And at the same time, I understand your point. That if my girlfriend found out you were offered a million dollars a year, she'd just sell, so you wouldn't play your bass would guitar donate, a few times. She would donate all your stuff to a charity. You'd come home and it'd be gone. Well, got nothing to play, so go, go go get that money. And then they would come back with a, well, you were the one who had to agree to it. She got rid of your stuff. That's not our problem. Right. And got, now everybody's angry. Yeah, got to sign a deal. So I don't know. Interesting. So we'll talk with Ryan Bell's uh, coming up of SI. Looking forward to that. So th- this is the thing. Um, I, I want to get into that Jeff Passan article I referenced at the end of the big show, and we will. But I, I also want to touch on this little Bucks nugget from Mark Stein, of course, formerly of ESPN and now uh, does stuff with Substack. Uh, says Bobby Portis has the ability to become an unrestricted free agent this summer by turning down his 4.56 million player option for the 2022 season. However, uh, Stein reports uh, that some teams with interest in Portis are extremely pessimistic about their chances of luring the veteran out of Milwaukee. And doesn't necessarily mean Portis will exercise his player option because he spent the last two seasons with the Bucks. They now hold the early bird rights and be able to offer him a raise if he opts out. There's an expectation that Portis will sign a multi-year deal with Milwaukee if he declines his option, according to Mark Stein. Assuming the Bucks use Portis's early bird rights to re-sign him, They'll have to offer him a deal covering at least two seasons, since early bird contracts can't be for just one year. They can also offer up to 105% of the league average salary from the previous season. That should result in a maximum, that means the most money, okay, the most money they can give him, would be maximum starting salary in the vicinity of $11 million a year. Done. Done. All done. Three for 33, four for 44. I don't really care what you do. Fine. Done. Sold. You have any hesitation on your side about giving that dude $11 million? Not necessarily, no. No, Don, I don't I don't think twice. Trade Grayson Allen if you have to trade Grayson Allen. Do whatever you got to do to make it work. I don't really care. Um, but, yeah. No, but, see, Bobby Portis is, is so important, not only on the floor, but also 
kind of like that heartbeat, that that energy guy. He's everything to kind of that 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 locker room. I think he's a big piece of it. And I, I I'll never forget. I'm old. Go back to that big three. As soon as they didn't bring back Scott Williams and they went to Anthony Mason, that team was done. And I I I don't want to lose Bobby Portis out of that locker room. He's playing well. He's played well the last couple of years. He loves it here. Uh, you all love him. The fans love him as well. For ten or eleven million dollars a year, you're paying Grayson Allen about the same amount of money. If it's going to come down to well, we're going to have to trade Grayson in order to sign Bobby. Well, then see you, Grayson Allen. It's been real. And Bobby Portis is the guy. We figure out a different answer as, as far as a guy that can shoot the basketball. Uh, but I, I just think you have to figure out a way uh, to get this done. I wouldn't disagree. I mean, Dovey would be very upset if Bobby was gone. She's he's probably like half the reason she's gone with me to the couple bucks games we've gone to. And uh, yeah, I would agree. The uh, there is a certain intrinsic value that comes with being the quote heartbeat of the team. Yes. And especially nowadays with fan player engagement, we always talk about how we want uh, the Pfizer form to be louder. Well, you get more guys like Bobby that people can get behind. That's notably when I go to bucks games, the loudest the arena usually is is either the very end of a close game or whenever Bobby does something big. Yeah, no question about it. So I, we'll see what happens, but I, I will be absolutely shocked uh, if they don't give this dude, you know, four at 44, three at 33, somewhere in that area. It's just a no-brainer. You get that deal done. So, again, that's the latest from Mark Stein. I wanted to get more into th- these Brewers uh, trade targets with inside this Jeff Passan article. Uh, ESPN. Now, again, the trade deadline is 5 o'clock Central on August 2nd. August 2nd, 5 o'clock uh, will be the trade deadline. Now, he hasn't broken them up uh, into sections within this piece. The big three that will probably uh, get traded. Luis Castillo. Now, again, I would love, 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 love Luis Castillo um, in, in, in this deal. However, having said all of that, I don't think the Brewers need Luis Castillo. So I guess I would be surprised if the Brewers uh, were in this market to go get Luis Castillo. I would be surprised. Wilson Contreras uh, of the Cubs. Again, Brewers don't need a catcher. So I'd be surprised there. Frankie Montes, another guy from Oakland, a starting pitcher. Brewers don't need starting pitcher. I don't think they're in the market for any deals. Best bats. Now, these are names that if you're a Brewers fan, you're going, okay, which one makes sense? Uh, And it's Interesting that Jeff Passan does link one of these hitters uh, with the Milwaukee Brewers, and that's Josh Bell. That's who he links uh, with the Brewers at this point. Bell would fortify a Brewers lineup in need of a bat and also makes sense for Houston, too. If Yuli Gurriel's struggles continue. Uh, I-, I like Josh Bell, but I don't understand the fit. Right? So he's a, he's a first baseman. Big dude. Uh, obviously it could be DH2. So now, if that's the case, you're not getting Roddy Tellez out of there. So Roddy Tellez and Josh Bell are going to share DH and first base duties. Now that means McCutcheon's got to play the field in order to get in the lineup, if he's hitting well. Uh, I don't know if I want to go that way. Like, for me, I look at this Brewers team and I go, okay, if we're going to do this and going to go get a bat, then either I want uh, another outfielder that can go in there and play over, say, Lorenzo Cain, if they don't believe in Tyrone Taylor as the, that that guy going forward, or let Urias play at second base if Colton Wong can't figure it out and go get a third baseman to play at third base. I'm fine with that too. Or if there's a free agent shortstop, 
that's going to be a free agent at the end of the year that has a big stick or a decent stick, then fine. Then Willie Adamas can go to second base, and you can play that shortstop there or tell the shortstop, come into Milwaukee, you're going to play second. Fine with that too. I just don't know if I want a first baseman only in a deal when you already have Rowdy Tellez there. And Keston Hira, I don't know what his future is. I don't know if Keston Hira gets moved in a deal for a bat. If he goes back the other way, like it's Keston Hira. Now, again, I'm not saying for Josh Bell, but if it's Keston Hira and Ethan Small uh, and a minor leaguer that go back the other way uh, for a, a relatively decent-sized bat, um, some of the other names on this list, Benintendi, outfielder, Nelson Cruz, uh, Trey Mancini from Baltimore, Tommy Pham, and this is good, uh, Jeff Passan. And for teams looking for a slap hitter, well, Pham is the guy. hey Get it? Yeah, he he dropped that line in there. Uh, David Peralta, who's always rumored to be traded from uh, uh, the Diamondbacks. Uh, and then Anthony Santander is another one uh, that is out there from the Baltimore Orioles. There's a lot of other bats. I want to do this on maybe Monday or Tuesday next week. Because within this list, if you have ESPN Insider, give it a look over the weekend and we can talk more about it. There are some former Brewer players within this list that may be uh, guys out there. A Ben Gamble, right? He might be a guy that may get moved. Jesus Aguilar, again, first baseman. He may be a guy uh, that gets moved uh, as well. Make for an interesting reunion, I'm sure. Right. But but again, Aguilar is the same problem I have with uh, with Josh Bell and the fact that he's going to be a first baseman. You know, is he a better defensive first baseman than Roddy Tellis? I don't know. I mean, they're probably about similar. You but know, Aguilar's a great clubhouse guy. You hey. know who else is on that list? Jonathan VR. That's another one that's on the list, correct. Steven Vogt's on the list. I don't want him back. Uh, but Jonathan VR is another guy that's on that list that could come in here. D. Strange Gordon had a cup of coffee with the Brewers. He's on this list uh, as well. I just wonder what former Brewer... Uh, if you could go get one right now, would you want to bring back? You know, another guy that's on this list, and he hasn't he hasn't been all that uh, in a bag of chips uh, there, there for a while necessarily. Uh, that's Charlie Blackman uh, of the Rockies uh, is out there and on that list. A lefty uh, that you could bring in. And, and you're, I'm just looking at his numbers uh, overall. Like last year, he had 270 with only 13 home runs. He hasn't done anything since 2019 when he had 32 homers and 86 RBIs. Uh, I would assume you could get him relatively cheap if you wanted him. But my God, if you're not showing me power in Colorado, what's making me believe that you're going to show me power if you get to Milwaukee? And that's so crazy, too, because you mentioned that name, and my memory goes back to 2018 when the Brewers and the Rockies met up yep. in that series. And all the way going in, it was Charlie Blackman and uh, who was the other batter I was thinking of? They were always talking about in the pregame. Um, Trevor Story? Was he there in 2018? Well, I don't remember. But I that don't would know. be my guess. I don't know. But either way, uh, yeah, Charlie Blackman, they were hyping him up big time going into that series and then kind of puttered out. The Rockies really didn't do much. It's but. interesting. You look at his numbers, 19 homers uh, in 2014, 17 and 15, all of a sudden a jump to 29 in 2016, 37 and 104 RBIs. The only year he had over 100 RBIs in 2017, 18, he had 29 homers, 70 RBIs, 32 and 86 and 19, and then six homers, 13 homers. Uh, and now at seven homers right now. So, I mean, he's on pace right now, probably did about 20, 25 homers uh, somewhere in that area for Charlie Blackman. But again, 251, 320 on base. Is that really worth trading for at this point if you're the Milwaukee Brewers? That's what we have to wait and see 
uh, how this all plays out. All right, coming up next, Matt Bells from SI. Uh, again, follow him on Twitter at Saved by the Bells. A little clever Twitter handle there as well. Uh, and of course, publisher beat writer for uh, SI underscore all badgers. Uh, you can follow that Twitter account as well. We'll talk to him next here on Sparky's Midday Madness presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals. Sparky's Midday Madness presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals live from the Lakeland University studios offering evening and online master's programs. Learn more at lakeland.edu slash get start at the weekend about here on a Friday afternoon. Enjoy today. Because based on the weather forecast, it looks like we have rain on and off tomorrow and Sunday. So they're saying today is the best day if uh, you're going to be grilling outside, doing yard work, going to festivals, whatever the case may be uh, going on. Today is your day, AR. I heard you were doing some mulching the other day. Uh, Yeah, I don't know if I'd call it mulching per se. I buy bags of mulch and put it down. I'm not actually creating the mulch myself. But yeah, yeah, we got, uh, they had a sale on it, like Lowe's, I think. Five bags of mulch for 10 bucks. So I think I got uh, 10, 12 bags of mulch. Had to redo the flower garden and so forth, the landscaping around the house. So spent the last couple of days doing that and uh, all ready for the weekend. Cut the grass last night, trimmed. Same here. Got some more flowers planted. Uh, so yeah, so now I don't got to worry about any of that stuff. Tonight got a machine pitch baseball game in Oak Creek to go watch. We'll see if the pitches are actually straight this time. They were much better in the first game on Tuesday. They were much better than, than the practice. Yeah, much better. So we'll see how that goes. Joining us now is Matt Bells from All Badgers, part of SI.com. And of course, Follow him on Twitter at Saved by the Bells. Matt, thanks for coming on and joining us in the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. What's going on? Absolutely. Great to have you on. Thanks, guys. Uh, okay, so I want to kind of get your thoughts uh, on what's going on with the Badgers uh, and everybody coming in for recruiting visits, who they really have legit shots at, who may be a, a little bit over their heads but are coming on a visit anyhow. Before I do that, I want to see your thoughts on Ryan Day. I mean, Ryan Day came out yesterday for Ohio State and pretty much told all these businesses, hey, man, I need $13 million a year in order to make this work. And then went on to say, according to the Cleveland Plain Dealer, they need $2 million for a quarterback every year. They need a million per offensive tackle. They need a million per edge rusher and a guy that can get after the quarterback. I'm reading those numbers. We talked about it on the big show, and I'm just shaking my head going, there's no way. There's no way Wisconsin and a majority of the Big Ten is going to pay that. Yeah, I, I think – you look at it right now, and, and it, this kind of similarly follows what we saw from Jimbo Fisher as well as um, Nick Saban about they get in front of their boosters here and, and are just trying to get some, some money, right? Like they're a little gamesmanship here to, to try to rally their boosters. But but I do think it's it's the reality for some of these schools where they're, they're saying up front for a lot of players, this is what it's going to take and what we will be willing to bring you on for, whereas Wisconsin and most other places – there's nice NIL opportunities once you get on campus, but they aren't going to upfront give you that money before they know what you can do. And, and I, I respect that. I think that that's when you look at the rule of the law, I mean, and I quote unquote law here by the NCAA standards, but really they're not supposed to be getting that upfront cash payment. But I think, yeah, bringing this back to the Badgers, that's not going to be a reality. Um, Johnny Davis can be on billboards and, and have huge opportunities, Braylon Allen similarly, but your everyday run-of-the-mill outside tackle is not going to have a million dollars coming his way most of the time uh, at UW. You know, that to me, we were talking about this earlier in the show. 
right? So if I'm a four-star kid, let's not talk five stars, but I just really don't do that. So let's just stay with four stars. <laughs> so let's say I'm a four-star kid. I've got three or four schools that are telling me, hey, man, I can get you 500000 I can get you 600000 I can get you this. I can get you that. And here are the Badgers. You like Wisconsin. And you go, hey, I got three schools offering me this type of NIL money. What can you do? If they say, we don't know until you're on board, am I making that official visit at that point? Am I even bothering going? Because a lot of times I think money is going to play out here as far as where a kid goes going forward. Yeah, and, and for some student athletes, that is going to be a, a major telling or talking point for them. Most of the players that I've, that I've had the chance to talk to, NIL isn't even brought up by them really it's when when it's not a big deal they're looking at this more of a long-term play when it comes to the badgers and most schools but i will say that with wisconsin what you're gonna get is hey here is what some of our athletes are able to do and that's that's kind of what the ncaa is hoping for this to be used as instead of okay well here's the check right away before you step foot on campus so I, I do think it, that it is something that we'll see how, how it, it kind of goes for Wisconsin, depending upon everything and, and how everything is shifting at this point. But, but I do think that just based off of the student athletes that Wisconsin generally goes after, you know, you're looking at blue collar, high three-star kids. All right, uh, Matt, let's, four star I got one. I got one fit. for you. Do they get Graham Mertz if this had been in play earlier? Because Graham Mertz, no. they got in front of, and then he blew up. Alabama, they all came running for him. To his credit, he stayed loyal. Said, "Nope, I'm good. I'm staying." I don't know if he stays. If they start throwing million dollar nil deals at him, I don't. I don't think so. Um, and and that's you know that's not me saying anything based off of anything that Mertz has ever said. But I, I would just you you look at kind of how quarterback recruitments can go, and I would think that it wouldn't have necessarily been the same fit that we saw a couple years ago. And same with Russell Wilson in a transfer portal. There's no way they would have got Russell yep. Wilson either. And that, to me, I is the scary agree. part if you're the Badgers or if you're the Big Ten. Because now even, and I'm going to say the and this will irritate people, but I'm going to say the Badgers are that second-tier team, right? They're not up there with Alabama and Ohio State, but they're that next tier down. And maybe Michigan is right there with Wisconsin. If they're not willing to go play this game, as, as Ryan Day would say, you know, if they're not willing to go you know, 55 or 60 when the speed limit's 45, you know, how far left behind do they get uh, at some point? And Gary Ellerson, the former Badger, he's like, ah, eh, it's been going on for, forever. Now they're just essentially legalizing it. This won't affect Wisconsin at all. Do you feel the same way that this really won't affect Wisconsin at all? I, I think it'll be kind of business as usual for the most part, because a lot of this is just, it's above board now. Um, it's it's similar to what we have seen. Um, but But I do think that there are, instances will it'll where it could hurt them um definitely um you you look at even within the state wisconsin has kind of secured the borders here of recruiting with some of the top players in the state you're seeing teams like ohio state notre dame kind of see blood in the water come come a little bit more and if they're willing to pony up extra dollars that go along with that same prestige another great school that's where it could hurt them um but overall i think this is Wisconsin still going to be an eight to 11 win team year in and year out in my eyes. As, as long as um, the, the train stays on the tracks, as long as the terrain stays on the tracks. Let's talk about some of these guys that are making their visit this week. When you have a group of players coming in like this and the Badgers have done this and all schools really do it. When you have a group of players coming in together, 
you know, a couple of years back, I remember these guys all got kind of real tight on their visits, started their text chain and so forth, and kind of recruited each other to all kind of come in as a group. Is that common or is that uncommon when you get group visits like this? Yeah, I think that's the goal, right? Like, and that that's a big reason that you see Wisconsin's first two commits, James Duran, Tyler Jancy, they're both going to be on campus. Um, also, Justin Taylor, um, uh, another commit. So they have some guys who are already committed on campus coming in too, to, to intermingle with some of the guys who are, you know, looking in and giving Wisconsin a good look here. I, I think it's what you hope for is that, hey, they build those relationships not only with the players, but also the coaches. Um, and, and from there, you, you hope that you can lock it down as early as possible so they don't take some of those other trips that are going to be coming on. I know Northwestern did that really good um, in May, and, and that kind of took a couple commit guys off of Wisconsin's board. What about position focus right now for the Badgers with uh, what they're trying to get done still here in this class? Yeah, so, I mean, the headliner this weekend is, is Tack Curtis out of Louisiana, a linebacker. But really, position-wise, You've got a couple of big-time defensive linemen, a couple of big-time offensive tackles that are that are coming in. I think those are kind of areas that you can look at and say Wisconsin's got a legitimate shot to to bring in a couple guys. Defensive backs as well. Um, Khalil Tate out of Chicago. Wisconsin's done a really good job in Illinois here recently. He's a kid that they have a really good chance with, and I'm I'm thinking that Wisconsin could close it out this weekend, if not later on. But then the other headliner is quarterback, uh, Lincoln Kineholes out of South Dakota, and and he's going to be on campus this weekend. He's kind of really down to four schools. Wisconsin probably the top offer remaining for him. Probably just got to close. Is this is this the South Dakota State Wyoming kid? Yes. Yeah, it's definitely the top offer. Stop. We were making fun of this kid on the big show earlier, talking about his top four. I mean, if Wisconsin doesn't get him, something's wrong. Yeah, Wisconsin needs – this is a battle that they should win. But you also look at it, and he turned down Illinois, Kansas State, Minnesota, Pittsburgh, and other schools to say, hey, I'd rather go to Wyoming. So South Dakota State. A bit about his priorities. Yeah, but South Dakota State's still in it. I mean, yep. oh, my God. Not North Dakota. Not, not, not South Dakota State. That's who's still in it for this kid uh, at quarterback. But, again, you're right. I mean, he turned down some Power 5 schools already. So – so is it about staying closer to home with him? Is is that part of the deal? That that's my guess is is that I think he's looking towards fit more than kind of the flash, which good fit for Wisconsin. Yes. But um I, I think I think this is one where if if he doesn't pick Wisconsin, it's completely based off of location because I don't understand why you would go to the FCS level or a school like Wyoming over a, yes. a Big Ten team that clearly wants him. Unless there's a big NIL waiting somewhere that we don't know about. Uh, what about Ashton Sanders? I got to say, I saw this dude's Twitter account, and I'm fascinated. Uh, tell me about the big defensive lineman, Ashton Sanders. Yeah, so I had a chance to talk with him a couple of days ago, and and he's he's down to two schools right now, California and Wisconsin. Uh, he's he's said he's still open to possibly taking visits to Washington and Washington State. Now, he's from I California, right? Like, yep. So he's, he's out of Cathedral High School in L.A., um, not necessarily a, an area that Wisconsin hits hard, but I think Wisconsin has just built the best relationship with him. Ross Kalaji, very personable, um, and has been there from for a while now, over seven months, uh, and I think that puts Wisconsin in a really good spot. 
it's going to be once again that location thing. Can they overcome that and, and pull him out of California, or does he stay closer home and play at Cal? What do we know about this Tackett Curtis? You say he's number one. He's a four-star outside linebacker, uh, and he's going to be one of their obviously their top targets. I'm looking uh, at, at your website. He's got a ton of Power Five offers. Yeah, uh, he is by far the the top target for the Badgers in this entire cycle. Wisconsin has put in a ton of resources towards him. I mean, you don't usually see Wisconsin get involved with players in Louisiana who are have his pedigree right now. Um, and Wisconsin is fighting with Ohio State, USC, LSU for him. Um, and right now, Bobby April probably has the best relationship with him out of anybody. They've named a sandwich um, in his honor down there because he's visited so many times at the local <laughs> restaurant. Oh, get out of here. So, really? No, I'm not even kidding. It's, oh my it's, God. It's wild. <laughs> yeah. His, his dad tweeted it out um, and they really appreciate it. But, but man, this, this is, this is a guy that could be probably the best defensive player they would have brought in under Paul Christ, um, just based off of what he does on film um, and his profile as a crew. But Ohio State is, you know, consistent thorn in Wisconsin side. I think it's really going to come down to those two, maybe LSU with the, the hometown draw. And again, you start talking about programs that you know are going to have NIL money. And see, yep. this is where I get concerned. Everybody's like, oh, it'll be fine. It's no different than what it was before. Yeah, but really, is it? Are we sure? I mean, I I just I just don't know how this whole thing is going to play out. I got one more, um, and, and then I'll let you get on with your Friday again. Thanks so much for coming on. Um, Anytime. Who, who, in your opinion, is the best recruiter on this staff? Uh, in all honesty, I think it goes back to why Wisconsin's in a spot for Tackett Curtis, and and that's Bobby April. I think you could you could say Jim Leonard. I think he does a phenomenal job too. But there's still times when they don't necessarily bring in the high profile defensive backs that you'd hope for. But at outside linebacker, Wisconsin has absolutely stocked that room full of really good athletes and you look at kind of what they've been able to do with Nick Herbig they got TJ Bowlers you got Daryl Peterson both those guys turned down Alabama to come to Wisconsin I think it has to be him and what he's been able to do he's got them in the race for Tack Curtis and a couple other guys I I, I think that he just is able to build that relationship really well Um, and I I think it's going to be interesting to see some of the new staff too Al Johnson has done a really good job with uh, running back so far. Maybe he's a guy who could contend for that uh, um, title down the road. He is Matt Bell, Saved by the Bells. I, how did you come up with that one? That's that's a unique one. I'm joking. <laughs> that was in, that was back in college, and I was just sitting around with some buddies when when Twitter was just kind of starting, and we were coming up with funny names to start. Um, and uh, that was one that we came up with. It's a great show, man. I, again, I'm older, so I, I watch that show all the time growing up. Uh, Saved by the Bells. Follow him on Twitter. And, of course, SI All Badgers. Follow him there as well. Read all of his great stuff. Thanks so much for coming on, Matt. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, guys. Take care. There he is, Matt Bells in the Great Midwest Bank hotline of applying for home renovation loan to feeling anxious, breathe, and let Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of tranquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com today. Very, very good was Matt Bells. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Little ACDC for you here on the Madness. Sparky's Midday Madness presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals. They got the garage sale coming up June 28th and June 29th. Opening the public on the 29th. 28th is season ticket holders and so forth. We're talking about use hockey sticks, use jerseys. Discounted merchandise uh, will be on sale as well at Panther Arena, 28th and 29th. More details, go to milwaukeeadmirals.com. Found this little nugget that I plan on using on Monday when we discuss Steph Curry. Top 10 all time is what people want to have the conversation of. This is from StatMuse. I don't know if any of you follow StatMuse. Uh, on Twitter or not, but it's uh, it's pretty good. I like it. Steph Curry, finals record without Kevin Durant, eight and eleven. With Kevin Durant, nine and one. If he loses this finals, that needs to be more of a talking point than what it's been to this point. Just does. It's got to be more of a talking point about eh, maybe that team wasn't as great as everybody thinks it is. Maybe Durant was more of a bigger deal than everybody says. Oh, they won one without Durant. Durant just hopped on and rolled their coattails. Just saying. Nine and one with Durant in the finals, eight and 11 without Kevin Durant. If he loses to Boston in this finals, is his legacy going to take a hit the other way? If he was at 16, I believe it was 16, on the top 75 list put out by the National Basketball Association, if he was 16, if he loses this finals, does he fall? Does he fall to 25? Does he fall to 30? Does he stay the same at 16? If you lose the finals, do you go down? LeBron lost finals, lost to Dirk and Dallas. Tom Brady lost multiple Super Bowls to the Giants and Eli. 
So once you have a ring, right, and you have a championship, when you talk about all-time legacy deals, is it impossible to go back once you're at a certain level and then at that point you can only move forward on that legacy list? Or if Curry loses this finals and then they end up in the finals again, he loses again, and all of a sudden his finals record isn't looking all so swell anymore, does he start to fall back? I guess I'm I'm just giving you a heads up kind of what's coming on Monday. I'm just, I'm struggling, man. I, I am really struggling with this whole Steph Curry top 10 all-time thing um, that everybody's wanting to talk about. Go look at that top 75 list between now and Monday when we get to the Wendy's Big Show. And you tell me who exactly you think is going to come off that top 10 list when we talk about it on Monday. Because we're talking about it on Monday with Leroy and Gary. And I already gave them the list. I, 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 I'm I'm curious. Like, the first name that I think people are going to point to is going to be Tim Duncan. That'll be my guess. Ugh, big fundamental. Boring. Not, not, not a lot of pizzazz with him. Look at what Steph Curry did. Now, the reason I think why Curry is going to get a lot of push here is because Curry has changed the game of basketball. Rami and Sam were talking about this the other day. As far as it's good or it's bad. Adam, can you please run to the front door and get what is getting dropped off for us, please? So th- that truck does not leave, please. It's for me, so that's why I'm FedEx truck is here. And it's I'm pretty sure it's for me, so I want to make sure the guy doesn't drive off with it in his vehicle. Uh, okay, anyways. So the reason he's going to get the push is simple. Because of how the game has changed because of him and Golden State. The amount of three-pointers that are shot, right? The way the game is played now versus before. And you go back to the 90s or the 80s, yes, there were three-point shooters, right? Craig Hodges, uh, Reggie Miller, uh, Mark Price shot it pretty decent, I think, from the outside back in the day. Dale Ellis uh, for the Bucks could shoot it outside. So you had guys. Now, it's almost a prerequisite. If you're going to get drafted into this league, you got to shoot the ball. You got to shoot the ball. And if you don't shoot the ball, then that's going to be an issue. And it's a knock against you if you can't shoot the outside shot, right? So if you're a guard coming in and you can't shoot the three, they're going to knock you and pull you down in the mock drafts or whatever the case may be. You're expected to shoot. Back in the day when people were drafted, wasn't a prerequisite. Tracy McGrady couldn't shoot. Jermaine O'Neal couldn't shoot. There were a bunch of dudes that got drafted as lottery picks. Couldn't shoot. Now, over the course of time, their shot came on and it got better. But a, a lot of guys that got drafted back in the day could not shoot the basketball. Didn't have guys that were lights out like Curry that came in the league. And people forget, Curry could have been a buck. Do you remember that? That deal, that Boga deal, they could have had Curry back the other way. But Curry had bad ankles and couldn't stay healthy early in his career, and that deal never ended up happening. People still bring that up to me. You believe that? They could have had Steph freaking Curry, and they didn't do it. With all due respect, I know I was on the air saying not to do it because I didn't trust his ankles either. He couldn't stay on the floor. He was always hurt. Oh, he's been relatively healthy. He still has problems with his ankles from time to time, but for the most part, he's been healthy. 
But if I'm being honest, back then, I, I wasn't trying to make that deal. No chance. Josh Vernier was on the big show back in the day as well. When Steph Curry was, I should get Josh Vernier on maybe to talk about Steph Curry next week. When, Josh, when he was at Davidson, Steph Curry, Josh Vernier was on the big show, now at 610 Sports in Kansas City, preaching, oh, this guy's going to be a stud. He's going to be a difference maker. You'll see, you'll see, you'll see. And I remember early on in Curry's career, and I remember going to Vernier like, see, look, can't stay healthy. You were wrong. You were wrong. He can't stay healthy. And then obviously he turned out to be right, and Curry was able to finally stay healthy uh, and really kind of change the game. But top 10, man, I, I don't know. That... To me, that's that's a real struggle. All right, coming up next, Rami Makhlouf of the Rami Show. Coming up here at 3 o'clock, we'll check in with him next here on Sparky's Midday Madness, presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals. Sparky's Midday Madness, presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals. Check them out, milwaukeeadmirals.com for the garage sale coming up uh, June 28th and June 29th at Panther Arena. Hey, Adam Roberts, executive producer on the side of the glass here on a Friday as we get ready for a weekend. Beautiful afternoon and evening ahead. Hope you guys are able to get outside, take advantage of that. It looks a little windy outside here in Hales Corners, but uh, still should be a, a good night. Perfect night to go eat on a patio somewhere, I think. I think that's what I'm, where I'm leaning towards, Adam. Are you going to go eat on a patio somewhere tonight, or what are you planning on? Well, I was very jealous of Gary because he was saying how he went to uh, the People's Rooftop in yeah. Waukesha last right. night, and last night was gorgeous. It I was. think last night might be the best weather day since I've moved here from Lacrosse because it was about seventy-five. Yep. Very little wind, no humidity. I was able to get so much garden work done yesterday, and I didn't feel sweaty at all. It was fantastic. Yeah. No. God. I think I ate dinner at midnight last night. That's when I, I, I ate. <laughs> you want to know what my dinner was, Sparky? What did you have? I watched the Scripps National Spelling Bee. Which I, I had to search I, I, to find. Why would one search to find a script spelling B for? <laughs> why? Did you have a relative in it? Well, what happened was, so I did, in fairness, have the NBA Finals on when I started the night. And they went to commercial. And so it was on uh, Channel 12 locally. And I was scrolling through my TV guide to see what else was on. And I saw on Channel 4.2, Scripps National Spelling Bee. I was like, well, that can't be right. Because it's on ESPN. But apparently the contract ran out after last year. So now they have it on like this Ion TV, like something oh, yeah, you'd yeah, watch yeah, in yeah. like a hospital yeah. waiting room. Yep, right. So I was like, oh, this can't be right. So I watched it and like, no, this is it. This is the 2022 Spelling Bee National Finals. And so, yeah, I did that. And then we have a half of a watermelon that was sitting in my fridge from our last cookout we did for Memorial Day weekend. So I took a spoon and I'm scooping out watermelon as I'm watching the Scripps national spelling bee. I had it on Twitter at Adam Roberts, MKE. I said, I was fascinated by the idea of their spell off that they do now where it's like 90 seconds, spell as many words as you can. It's incredible. They speed run spelling. That sounds exciting. Rami Makhlouf, I'm sure, was tuned yes, in as well save last the night. segment from myself. Uh, Rami, uh, were you tuned in and riveted by such a thing, eating watermelon uh, like AR was last night? Hell no, dude. No, what am, I'm watching a spell. No, I'm not watching a spelling. See, what I'm with, doing here is I'm trying to deflect your bullying you had of Toby earlier for his watching like a bar. And Sparky, you told me yesterday, leave Toby alone. Let him do, let him live his life and yeah. let Toby be Toby. Don't tell Adam. 
how to live his life I didn't. and what he should be watching I, and I judging didn't. him I didn't. for I asked, viewing choices. I didn't. I asked you if you watched it. No, you did. You said, why would you be watching that? Right. What, did you have a relative in it? Yeah. Yeah. That was a question. I was relatively interested. That was a judgmental question. I didn't say, you need to figure out better choices in your life and be more well-rounded. I didn't say that. I didn't say That's that to a- Toby either. I just said I'm concerned that all he has in his life is sports. Not concerned at all about either one of them. I think they're both fine young gentlemen. And just a just a just a half a watermelon with a spoon. You couldn't you couldn't slice up the watermelon. Be a I wasn't hungry, and, and it was just sitting there in the fridge. We you're had the other half already for how eaten, to eat and a, scooped it out. With you're a spoon. criticizing the man for how he eats a damn watermelon. Who sits with half a watermelon? I've done it. And just scoops it out with yeah. a spoon. Solidarity, baby. I've done it. Now, I was single and cold and lonely, but I've done it. Yeah, for sure. I've definitely done it. I, I have poured vodka in it, too. That's good, too. Now, that's that's a different story. We were going to do the stick a bottle in the watermelon, yes. but you have to apparently do that for 24 hours beforehand. So right. So we were a little behind the punch on that. Really? That long? Yeah, apparently. I've got a watermelon uh, like tapping device. Where you fill up the the watermelon with whatever you're gonna put in it, and then it's got like a tap spout that you that goes into the side of the watermelon, nice. and then it, it pours right out in your glass. That seems like something that would be pitched on Shark Tank. Yeah, it was a made-for-TV deal, I think, that we bought years ago. Yeah, I think that's exactly what it was. Greeting sharks. Way. Yeah, exactly. I'm AR. Have you ever wondered how can I tap my watermelon? <laughs> I'm here to pitch Watermelon Tap. I'm seeking $50 million in exchange for 5% of my company. Oh, my God. Uh, Robbie Bakalov, what do you got coming up on the show today at 3? It is a beautiful day to go and get grab a meal on a patio. So yes. Just had, just had lunch on a patio. Like It would be there. a great day for like Skipper Buds down on the water. It's also a great night to go and check out some comedy at the Laughing Tap. Laughing Isn't that tap. inside? Com Are you doing it outside? Uh, no, we'll be inside. Uh, but I mean, go have. There are plenty of nice restaurants with patios right at, right around there. Bars and restaurants right around the Laughing right. Tap and Walker's Point. Go grab some dinner. Come check out a show. Get some outside. Get some inside. Get some food. Get some laughs. Get some drinks. LaughingTap.com. Your boys featuring John Caparulo headlining. First night was awesome. Two shows tonight. Two shows tomorrow. Okay, that wasn't the question. I asked you three o'clock. What's coming up on the oh, show? Oh, that show. Jeez, my bad. I'm sorry. Coming up on the show today, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. With his next win, Craig Council will tie the record for wins by a Brewers manager. Are people still questioning this guy? And of if course. He's a good manager? Yeah. I texted you yesterday and you read it on the air. Andrew McCutcheon was leading off and was zero for a million. I mean, we can question his moves, but do we question if he's a good manager? No, he's one of the best managers in baseball. You can always question a manager's moves. Thank you. No, he's right. one of the best managers in baseball. No question. Okay. All right. Good. Not for so we'll me. Talk, I, for me, at least. We'll talk about that. We have a Bobby Portis update, yep. reportedly. Did that allegedly. earlier on the show. Yep. We'll talk about that. Ryan Horvat is here from BetMGM tonight at 345. Four o'clock, Pete Doherty brought something to my attention today in his column. Well, I was reading his column, and it made me think of something. Sparky, the Packers are putting a lot, a lot on first and second year players. Is that... Is it too much? Because they're, they're going to have like six starters next year of their 22 yeah. that are first and second year starters. Yeah, we talked about it at noon. Our topic uh, was how much of the Packers' playoff hopes ride on this year's rookie class off of said Pete Doherty article. Well, yeah. You guys all stealing my topic. Yeah, I, I doesn't feel that way. But, Scott but Grodsky way. from yeah. CBS 58. He'll be here at 430. Did not have some, him on. He's all yours. Talk some Wisconsin sports and some draft mockery and uh, much, much more throughout the afternoon.
Good. Yeah, I'm sure it always is a fun and entertaining. We had another show. person glue themselves to something at a sporting event today. How do you feel about that trend or that form of protest? Don't care. <laughs> do what you want. I don't. I don't really care. You want to glue yourself to something? Have at it, dude, or girl, <laughs> or whatever it is that's gluing yourself girl to whatever. Girl glued herself to the net at the French Open today. Oh, okay. I mean, I guess. <laughs> I mean, you just cut the net off. Right, you cut you cut the net off the sides or undo the net. You you give her the net. You've got yourself uh, something to take home with you, ma'am. Now we're gonna ask you to go off the court. I wouldn't even arrest her. I'd just be like, here you go, walk around the rest of the. They gotta, the, get, a, they gotta get a whole new net. Oh, they gotta have nets, man. Assume. Stop. You nah, go put up a I new would... med, net and you move on. Do we know what this was about? String up a new net. That's the thing, man. Is we never know what it's about with these protests. Net cruelty. <laughs> Have a good one. Toodles! Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com.